Section ninety nine of Mark Twain A Biography, Volume two. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mark Twain A Biography by Albert Bigelow Payne. Chapter two hundred and three An Imperial Tragedy. For the summer they went to Kaltenleutgeben, just out of Vienna, where they had the Villa Polhof, and it was while they were there, September tenth, eighteen ninety eight, that the Empress Elizabeth of Austria was assassinated at Geneva by an Italian vagabond, whose motive seemed to have been to gain notoriety. The news was brought to them one evening, just at supper-time, by Countess Wiedenbach Esterhazy. Clemens wrote to Twitchell, "'That good and unoffending lady, the Empress, is killed by a madman, and I am living in the midst of world history again.' the queen's jubilee last year the invasion of the reichrath by the police and now this murder which will still be talked of and described and painted a thousand years from now to have a personal friend of the wearer of two crowns burst in at the gate in the deep dusk of the evening and say in a voice broken with tears my god the empress is murdered and fly toward her home before we can utter a question why it brings the giant event home to you makes you a part of it and personally interested it is as if your neighbor antony should come flying and say caesar is butchered the head of the world is fallen of course there is no talk but of this the mourning is universal and genuine the consternation is stupefying the austrian empire is being draped with black vienna will be a spectacle to see by next saturday when the funeral cortege marches Clemens and the others went into Vienna for the funeral ceremonies and witnessed them from the windows of the new Kranz Hotel, which faces the Capuchin Church, where the royal dead lie buried. It was a grandly impressive occasion, a pageant of uniforms of the allied nations that made up the empire of Austria. Clemens wrote of it at considerable length and sent the article to Mr. Rogers to offer to the magazines. Later, however, he recalled it just why is not clear in one place he wrote twice the empress entered vienna in state the first time was in eighteen fifty four when she was a bride of seventeen and when she rode in measureless pomp through a world of gay flags and decorations down the streets walled on both hands with the press of shouting and welcoming subjects and the second time was last wednesday when she entered the city in her coffin and moved down the same streets in the dead of night under waving black flags between human walls again but everywhere was a deep stillness now and a stillness emphasized rather than broken by the muffled hoof-beats of the long cavalcade over pavements cushioned with sand and the low sobbing of gray-headed women 
who had witnessed the first entrance forty-four years before when she and they were young and unaware she was so blameless the empress and so beautiful in mind and heart in person and spirit and whether with the crown upon her head or without it and nameless a grace to the human race almost a justification of its creation would be indeed but that the animal that struck her down re-establishes the doubt they passed a quiet summer at kalten leutgeben clemens wrote some articles did some translating of german plays and worked on his gospel an elaboration of his old essay on contenting one's soul through selfishness later to be published as what is man a c dunham and rev dr parker of hartford came to vienna and clemens found them and brought them out to kalten leutgeben and read them chapters of his doctrines which he said mrs clemens would not let him print dr parker and dunham returned to hartford and reported mark twain more than ever a philosopher also that he was the center of nobility and his house a court end of chapter one hundred and three an imperial tragedy read by john greenman